Hey, Leading LDS World, core cast. This is Kurt Frankum, and I have been sadly disappointed in this Anchor app. Let me tell you, as many of you probably saw, a few days ago, this uh, episode popped up called I Hate Sign-Up Sheets. <laughs> Maybe my title was a bit strong, I admit. I I was doing an episode on a, a, a soapbox that I have, and uh, the powers that be in the universe, I don't know who to blame it on, but it didn't post any audio, right? You just got like 17 seconds of a the anchor outro exploiting my this vast audience I brought to the table. And uh, then, actually a few weeks ago, I did a whole episode for my my brother from another mother, uh, Garrett Kuhn, I think, Kroon. Sorry, Garrett, I maybe have forgotten your last name for a minute. But you know who I'm talking about. And I did this whole episode about uh, suggestions for counselors, like counselors in a presidency or in a bishopric, and that didn't even post. It didn't even show up. It was, ugh, just disappointing. So I tell you what, Anchor, this one better post or else. And uh, it's, it's tough to redo a lot of those because when I do it, I'm like, I've got this different level of energy. I'm a little more passionate about that topic in that moment. And uh, so maybe someday in the near future, you will hear why I hate sign-up sheets. I mean, I don't know why anybody would like sign-up sheets, but I can tell you why I do not like sign-up sheets. And, uh, and also, I'll give you my advice on serving as a counselor. Um, but for today, I am headed home from LDS Business College, where I am an adjunct professor twice a week, teach a marketing class. Next year, I get to teach a life leadership and life class, which I'm looking forward to. Um, and uh, headed home from that, and thought I would whip out my podcaster recorder here and... Uh, Give you an episode. Hopefully it makes it to you. Maybe I'm just talking to myself in the car here. But the core cast is for core leaders and the leading LDS audience. And if you're not a, a core leader, well, you should be. That Core leaders are individuals who contribute monthly or yearly to our cause and are helping out. And if you're not a core leader, keep listening and then go to leadingLDS.org and, and contribute. Come on, man. Um, we're putting it to good use and we're seeing growth and good things are happening and it's fun. So I want to talk about circles, okay? Primarily the circle that you often find yourself sitting in on Sundays during the third hour. Um, maybe you only sit on in those circles on the first Sunday of the month. Maybe you do it every week, or maybe you don't do it at all. Because what I'm finding is there's a trend, and I addressed this in this week's newsletter, which you should be getting. You can get by going to leadingLDS.org slash subscribe. And uh, you can get a weekly uh, newsletter, which is unique content you rarely see on the uh, general website. Um, but I talked about this that, you know, early on in the beginning of the year when we got this new direction for the third hour, it was exciting. Everyone was like, whoa, check out this inspiration. Revelation's real, right? And it was just the first wave of various revelation that we soon received from President Nelson and, and our, our leaders, right? And we were excited about it. And so we jumped in there and we're like, okay, they want to have council meetings on 
um, you know, what we do in our community and opportunities in our community and how we can help, how we can serve. And there's these dynamic discussions happening and everybody got in a circle because that's what we were suggested to do. And it was awesome. Well, what happens? Here we are almost six months into the year. People are tired. I mean, come on. Do we have to get in a circle every time? Do we have to, you know, we've discussed everything. There's no more opportunities in our area. What are we, what are we supposed to do, right? And there's no, I don't know what else to talk about. So, oh, hey, look, look at this. We found a lesson that we can do about whatever. Okay, fill in gospel topic. All right, and then we'll just do that, and oh, suddenly it's the first Sunday, quote-unquote, council meeting, and we have a teacher lecturing in front of the room, elders in the back of the room playing Brick Breaker, or uh, I don't know, what's what's the kid, what's the, the app all the kids are playing these, these days, right? Whatever it is. And then at the front, we have a discouraged Relief Society or Elders Quorum president that thinks, oh, Man, we had such a good run there for two months or three months or what's happened, okay? And I actually got, after I sent out this email, encouraging people that this is the time to lead. This is the time to step up and say, we're not going to fall back into this monotony, into this, uh, thinking of random words to, to fill in here, but you know what I mean. We're not going to fall back into old habits because it didn't work before and it wasn't engaging. It didn't, it didn't bring people to the meeting. And the reality is uh, there should be, people should be excited to come to the third hour meeting. And if they're not, well, that's on the presidency. That's on the leaders, right? There's only one problem in the world and it's leadership as Elder Seal has, who I often quote, okay? So I, I said, you know, this is the time to, to push through this resistance. And I know you're maybe, some of you are getting feedback that oh, I don't, I don't like to sit in a circle or um, can't we just, you know, I can't, I feel uncomfortable or there's too many people or whatever it is. There's a million excuses. But I know in my quorum, we tried outside of the first Sunday meeting. It was like second or third Sunday where it was a, uh, you know, a, a lesson based on the, on the uh, a conference talk. And it, we didn't sit in a circle and it was just like awful. And it, right after we met just briefly as a presidency, and we all looked at each other and said, we're sitting in a circle every week. It's just it's just so much better discussion, and, it, and it, it's, it's so much better. And I got two responses today. Uh, actually, both were from a Relief Society president. And it's the tale of two Relief Societies, or you could say a tale of two elders corps. One said, you know, I need to tell you about the, the circle. We actually decided to sit in a circle every week. And yeah, there was some pushback in the beginning. There were sisters that didn't want to sit in the circle. They sort of tried to sit outside the circle the best they could in a passive aggressive way, uh, or they skipped the meeting or whatever it is. But the consistency created more and more of a safe place. People realized they could share and they weren't going to be judged or, uh, you know, there's others that agreed with them and they felt more at home. Right, and so now they're sitting in a circle every single week, just like we are. Then I got an email from another Relief Society sister, bless her heart. She's doing her best, and she says, "Listen, we're not sitting in a circle any anymore. 
even on the first Sunday. And, <coughs> and she said, we just get, we, we got a little pushback, which I don't necessarily mind to stand up to, but, uh, it just, it's difficult when a Sunday school class is in there right before us and there's no time to get in there and, and move the chairs to get ahead of it. And, and it just hasn't worked and it's discouraging because now we're back to lessons where the teacher's talking 90% of the time. We can't get discussion going and trying to summarize everything that it, that it said. And, and I felt for her because it's like, man, I, this isn't, it's not as easy as just saying we're going to sit in a circle and suddenly all your discussion issues go away. Suddenly you have this dynamic discussion happening <clears throat> every week, right? But, uh, Obviously, actions lead to habits, and habits lead to legacy. I'm probably messing up some classic quote, but you know what I mean? Like, it's the consistency is important, and uh, to do it. And, and I and this, I mean, this is just a perfect example of where a, a leader can really step up and lead, and I can't just, just like, do it. Like, do it. And now here's the thing, going back to that example, it's cool to get a positive example of somebody who's saying, you know, hey, we're, we're doing it every week, it's awesome, we're going to keep doing it, it's been such a blessing for our group, our, our Relief Society, and this other sister kind of entered her email saying, if you had any advice, I'd be open to hear it, you know, not that like I'm the, the beacon of all leadership advice, I just run the website and turn on the microphone once a week, um, but... I do have some thoughts. This is where, like, I I feel for a president of a former Relief Society who just is not getting momentum there. And in their mind, they know how it's supposed to look, how it's supposed to work, but it's not working that way, right? And if you read in the, the book I'm putting together called The Culture of Ministering, I can't stress enough. I cannot stress enough. This is like the one thing. The one thing that as an elder school president I've been focusing on that if I gave one piece of advice to anything, it is the one-to-one -one relationships that you're building. Because if you build that relationship one-to-one -one and that consistently meet with those in your quorum or relief society on a one-to-one -one level, it'll take a few months to build some consistency momentum there. But it is remarkable what you can then start to influence in your Relief Society reform. So if I was this Relief Society president, what I would do is I would sit down with my presidency and say, listen, I'm doing nothing else. Nothing else. I'm not going to worry about the lesson. I'm not going to worry about uh, who's having a baby. I'm not going to worry about who needs to be taking meals. I'm going to delegate that to you two counselors. The only thing I'm going to do is I'm going to focus on one-to-one -one call them ministering interviews, call them visits, whatever you want to do, I'm going to focus on those one-to-one -one interviews, okay? Now, what happens is you get the, a system in place where your secretary is setting those up. You're doing them. I spend every Sunday, generally speaking, this weekend I won't since it's Father's Day, but I spend every Sunday, my main purpose, and really the only thing I do, here and there I'll do some stuff, but I mean, come on, I don't want to act like I'm that rigid, but I try to be rigid because I know that's... Anyways, I'm getting distracted. Um, every Sunday, for at least two hours, I'm visiting 
10 plus elders in my core. One to one. I generally bring a counselor, which I talk about in the in the uh, in the book, um, which you can get at leadingLDS.org for free. And I'm sitting down with them, and I am building a relationship. In the beginning, I'm hearing their story, learning where they work. Uh, the next the next uh, meeting, I'm following up. Hey, how's work going? Oh, you know, you mentioned you were going on vacation. How'd that go? Right. And the third the third meeting, I am now. Wow, you know. Suddenly I'm thrown in questions like, so how's life, how are you doing really? You know, how, is, is work that great? You know, you mentioned that you're you're an attorney. You really get excited on Monday mornings to walk into that office. I mean, tell me about it, right? Fourth visit, fifth visit, it's, I mean, I, and I share the story of when I was a high priest group leader and I, and I followed this model. By the fourth or fifth visit, I mean, I was having remarkable conversations with high priests that were double my age or triple my age. And we created a bond and a relationship that then I could go to and say, listen, Brother Jones, I, as the president, I'm struggling with the, the, the third hour lessons. I mean, in my mind, I just feel like there could be this discussion and open dialogue and we all sit in a circle and, you know, really having a deep conversation about gospel principles, about, um, current events or about, you know, how they relate to the LDS experience, about our, our word culture or, you know, on and on, right? When you build the relationship, you can then bring this concern to those sisters, especially the ones that maybe gave you pushback on the circle or gave you pushback on discussion or aren't participating as much or aren't showing up and saying, where are you? Like, man, I just want you there. I want you to participate. I want you to love it. What feedback do you have for me? What can you tell me, Right. Because you built that relationship of trust, as the missionaries call it, then you can start influencing culture in your um, in your core or early society. And I give a variety of examples of how that's done and why that's done in, in the book, which I can't go through in a short podcast. But that's what I would do. If I was that sister who's discouraged about how that third hour is going, I would just say, you know what? The next two months of this third hour, I'm just sort of, they are what they are. I'm not even going to worry about it. I'm going to be here. I'm going to you know, participate the best I can. I'm going to encourage. But what I'm going to focus on is those one-to-one interviews, getting to know each individual in that quorum to the point where we are connected. Not that we're best friends. Not that we have to go out to lunch every Wednesday or, right, can't do that with everybody. But I'm going to take that so seriously they know that I really sincerely care and I really sincerely know them and understand them. And when they say like, I don't like the circle that they know that I'm willing to listen to that and, and engage with, um, with the quorum or relief society. So I know I realize this has been like 15 minutes since I've been talking. I make it sound really simple and that's all you got to do. And it's that easy. And I realize it's going to be maybe more difficult than that, but that, that's where I would start, and I think, I think you'll be amazed of the, the progress, leverage you get out of that simple act, and that's the only thing you do, because what generally happens, and I still hear it, that, um, oh, you know, my, you know, this really excited president, she's got this, this board, and these, these magnet system, and somebody will, uh, you know, somebody shows up in the ward, and 
needs to get, uh, um, you know, on the ministering list and, you know, they're just focusing in on like uh, the, the assigning of ministering names and so forth. And that's not what you should be doing as the recite president, in my opinion, or as the elders corn president, there is so much more quality use of your time. Just give that to a counselor and say, just make sure they're, they're signed and focus on the one-to-one -one interviews. But back to my original point, keep doing the circle, people.